0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another show of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Thanks for tuning in for today's show called your financial pyramid now the great pyramid was constructed for a specific purpose using precise engineering and attention to detail and it was designed to stand the test of time so no matter how volatile the environment or uncertain the conditions this ancient creation has endured and the same really should be done with your financial plan as a retiree, you face a much more complicated financial environment than any other generation before. So, we want to kind of talk about uh, how we try to make that a little bit less complicated for you. And at this time, I'd like to welcome to the show our co host, Tony Shore. How are you, Tony?
0: Oh, Baron, I'm doing great. And that sounds very interesting. You know, uh, you mentioned the Great Pyramids I- in Egypt. Uh, that's kind of a, a bucket list item for me. Would love to see them. I've heard they're amazing in person. Uh, Baron, have you ever seen them? Have no, you I've, been there?
1: I've never been there. That's definitely on my bucket list as well. I'm always amazed at how they were able to put together those oh. pyramids way back when.
0: Yeah. Simon, how about you?
2: Check three bucket lists. <laughs>
1: None of oh, us so has done it yet, but we
2: all got it on there.
0: Wow. Wow, yeah. well, you know, they were made to stand the test of time. I mean, they're huge. They've lasted seemingly forever and uh, will last, I'm sure, a uh, uh, a lot longer as well. I, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. So, uh, I like that comparison uh to our financial plan. You know, build one that's going to last. Uh that's a great analogy. Now, um I assume we're all doing good, uh, Simon. Have have you had a good week?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's been a nice week, Tony. We uh Pretty good. Got out there, enjoyed meeting and working with some clients, uh, as usual. Got a little bit of time with some friends this week, so it was good to see them. And uh, just ready for a little bit of a break here for the weekend and then get back to it again next week.
0: Yeah. Well, Baron, I know you're always busy and it's always a good time. You always have a great, great day, don't you?
1: That's correct, Tony. Always. (laughs) sun is always shining, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Well, I'm looking forward to this discussion now. Simon, why do you think... That retirees might currently face a more complicated financial environment than any other generation before them?
2: Well, Tony, as many know, the world is changing rapidly. And a lot of the effects of that are seen in investing in retirement in one way or another. You know, there are, are far more choices, literally thousands more investment options than there were just a few decades ago. Um, The news and the accessibility the information is increasing at an exponential rate. Uh, In the intermediate term, you know, we have to have prolonged, um, some very prolonged interest rates as of late. Um, The increased market volatility here in the shorter term has kind of reminded us of that. And, you know, with the two so far apart, uh, in addition to the points that I made earlier, you know, it's hard to know what choices to make. How to find the right balance in our retirement planning and many retirees understand that the wrong decisions up front uh, early on in the retirement planning or early on in the retirement years may cause serious long-term damage that they may or may not really recover from over the years that follow so all these factors and more i think make it a challenging for today's retirees probably more so than ever tony
0: yeah well how do you help your client simon deal with a volatile market then
2: well that's a good question um, I think that the key is to help educate them and provide them with the tools, some visuals to get a better understanding uh, than most have going into the retirement planning. Uh, to start, we introduce them to, with the uh, color of money risk analysis to help them organize their assets. Uh, we've touched a little bit on that before. You know, Many people spend their time and energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving much thought to how the retirement assets are invested you know while accumulating your desired amount in retirement assets is important it's also important to have your money and assets that represent the right balance of risk and safety especially as you get closer or get into those retirement years and while it sounds simple tony you may be surprised how often people uh, the clients that we come across are not properly balanced so that color of money risk analysis gives them a good visual here Uh, as to what their current versus what their ideal setup should really be based on kind of their understanding and uh, feelings about investing. Mm.
0: So, well, Baron, maybe you could talk to us about what exactly the color of money is. I know it's come up on previous shows, but how do you also use that to organize somebody's assets?
1: Well, Tony, the color of money report, it's a very helpful way to you know, for you to categorize your retirement assets, really just depending upon your own personal needs and goals. Um, We categorize them into three separate uh, um, categories, red money, yellow money, and green money. Um, Kind of like a traffic light, real kind of try to keep it simple. Red money is really kind of classified as uh, investments that have uh, uh, a return that's not guaranteed and can carry varying levels of risk. Uh, There's a lot of opportunity for growth with red assets, but with that growth opportunity is also a little bit of risk. So you've got to make sure that you're prepared to proceed with caution. Um, An example of red money would be things like stocks, mutual funds, variable annuities, things of that uh, nature. Yellow money um, would be the same types of investments as red money, but yellow money has the benefit of professional management. You know, these assets still need to be examined with caution, but again, you have the benefit of professional management as opposed to just purchasing a stock or a mutual fund and whatever the market does is what that stock or mutual fund will do. Um, Green money, these types of assets are designed to have principal protection and provide safety. Your growth potential is gonna be less than that of red or yellow money, but you can also move your retirement you know, through your retirement more comfortably knowing that you have a portion of those assets that are potentially more safe and available to provide that income stream that you need in your retirement years. So some examples of green money would be things such as government bonds, CDs, um, savings, life insurance, uh, money market accounts, fixed and uh, indexed annuities, as well as cash.
0: So Simon, do you have a lot of people asking you guys about how they should allocate their assets then uh, in order to achieve retirement goals?
2: Well, that's a pretty common question as you'd imagine, Tony. Uh, No matter how challenged or successful someone has been financially, there are always unanswered questions or concerns that people have. Uh, They have questions along the lines of how much risk is too much in retirement, how much safety should I have, and will It caused me to fall behind relative to inflation. Uh, You know, what they are really asking is how much is the right balance for me? Retirement's a pretty big life event. Therefore, it needs to be taken seriously. You know, and I want to help the clients understand what options are available to them to meet their goals when we're discussing these types of things.
0: Well, now, Baron, is there a hard and fast rule that you use to determine the right amount of risk for someone?
1: Um, well, no, not really, Tony. Um, we do use the risk rule of 100 uh, with the color of money report as an initial base. And then we go through a list of questions in helping begin to determine how much or how little risk the client is willing to take on um, and be comfortable with that level of risk. You know, We pride ourselves on giving each of our clients the personalized service that they deserve, which can help determine which you know amount of risk is right for them. We basically want the client to be able to sleep at night with the confidence of knowing that their portfolio is set up properly to meet their own specific goals and objectives, while also keeping in line with the amount of risk that they're comfortable with.
2: Well,
0: how do you help clients then create an income with the color of money strategy, Simon?
2: Well, that will depend a bit on the stage uh, that the person's in. If they're already in retirement and are concerned about these issues, I like first to get their income planned out, you know, outline their income goals, their needs uh, for their things that they have to have uh, versus what they want for the extra fun things like hobbies or travel. Um, Then we want to go take a look at how their assets are allocated. As a large part of the asset allocation would be determined. Uh, based on the income needs relative to the amount of assets that they have. And if they don't have a current income need, you know perhaps they're still working, we'll work on the asset allocation first, growing them to meet the intended amount needed to make them feel comfortable retiring. And then their income secondarily will be addressed after that.
0: Well, that's good. Now, our time is just about up for this first segment. Baron, is there anything you want to share with us before we take a quick break?
1: Well, Tony, you know, preparing for retirement can be a little bit overwhelming. You know, whether it's understanding your Social Security benefits, for example, um, or just learning again what types of money and what percentages of assets should be placed in safer asset vehicles, as well as uh, growth asset vehicles, um, it can almost even be nerve-wracking. So, to try to help with that, you know, we encourage all listeners out there to please visit our website www.wellingtonadams.com or call our office at 855-793-2409 or call our office at 855-793-2409 and any one of our callers calling will be able to receive a complimentary color of money risk rule of 100 report um, which is going to help them try to see where their assets should be allocated um, so that you know It can help them prepare for the retirement that they've worked really hard for you know with that rule of 100 report it'll be able to help secure the retirement as i mentioned to have the right portion of assets in the right places it's dedicated to providing the client with information that's going to help them make sound decisions and build on a solid foundation that's going to stand the test of time it's going to give the client an initial starting point in helping to determine how much of their assets should be safe and protected and how much should be allocated to more growth opportunities.
0: All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're gonna be right back with more of Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald after this.
2: The ups and downs of the
0: stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855
1: 793 2409 or visit us at WellingtonAdams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, as well as our co host, Tony Shore. The title of this show is called Your Financial Pyramid. In the first segment, we talked about the importance of having a retirement plan that can endure a, vir- a volatile environment or uncertain conditions. And we also touched base very briefly on how the color of money report is used to help people allocate their assets, which are broken down into three groups, red money, which is money that's exposed to more risk and can fluctuate with the market. Yellow money is the same types of investment vehicles that would be used for red money. Um, however, there is the benefit of using a cohesive strategy behind it that's implemented by a financial professional. And green money, which is going to be typically more safe and dependable.
0: Well, it's been a great discussion. You covered a lot of ground. Thanks for the recap there, Baron. Now, Simon, when you first meet with somebody, how do you explain to them? what their retirement assets are and help them identify which uh, you know what their color of money should be
2: that's a good question tony you know typically retirement assets have a few purposes either providing retirement income when it's needed uh, providing future growth for the unknowns or to offset inflation uh, or to pass a legacy onto the family you know when it comes to preparing your retirement income green money may have the best place uh, to be to generate income from we often refer to green money as no-so money. Uh, you potentially can know what it will return, you know what the limitations are, and exactly what your income will be coming from those investments. Green money will help you generate your baseline income, the minimum income you need to comfortably live in retirement. And then only after careful examination can you know how much of your assets can be allocate, allocated to kind of that no-so money category. So it's important to take the time to kind of thoroughly evaluate that. But once you've determined it, it gives you more flexibility with the rest of your money, allowing you to organize your portfolio and reflect your goals uh, via that other source then.
0: Well, Baron, maybe you could tell us more about how we can determine what our own personal risk tolerance
1: is then. Um, Sure, Tony. Um, However, we want to make sure that listeners know that determining the amount of risk that is right for them really depends upon their own individual specific situation you know it really starts by examining excuse me examining their particular financial position so there are really three questions that um, are good for the client to ask themselves when determining the amount of risk that they should take on the first is when do you want to retire you know um, sounds kind of an obvious question but a lot of people aren't really sure so we kind of have to make that definitive decision when do you want to retire both your age and your timeline for meeting specific goals should really be considered when evaluating your tolerance for risk Um, if you're young and you have a long time to meet your goals obviously the younger you are the higher the risk tolerance that someone may have Um, but then someone who is nearing retirement um, that's getting closer has to kind of lower that risk factor a little bit because they really need to be counting on a steady investment income to last for, you know, decades through their retirement. Other factors that are going to determine your ability for risk are your personality, um, just your own life experiences, as well as your current financial situation. So we really kind of break it down into three categories, high risk tolerance, medium risk, and low risk tolerance. You know, high risk tolerance, these types of investors can tolerate the short-term volatility of riskier investments like stocks. Um, They don't necessarily mind the ups and downs in the market because of the long-term returns that these investments historically have provided. They know that in the long run, they'll be okay. Um, Medium risk tolerance, these investors typically have a little bit more of an even mix of investments such as stocks and bonds with perhaps maybe some safer alternative investments with them as well. Which are going to provide you know different varying levels of risk, so it kind of balances it out. And then you have the low risk tolerance clients. These are types of investors that are very very conservative. You know they're typically going to put their money in much lower risk investments. They're willing to settle for a lower rate of return because they just can't tolerate the risk. Um, we really try to uh, find that balance but the lower uh, risk tolerance people are also looking for perhaps an income stream or the medium risk tolerance people are also looking for a medium stream um, that generally, you know, you're going to get that income stream coming in, but you don't have to, you're not going to get as high returns over the long term with those types of investments, but you're going to have a little bit more of a balanced approach.
0: Okay. And you dealt with the first question there, Simon, what are the other uh, questions that we need to be asking ourselves to determine the right amount of risk we should take?
2: Well, Tony, the next question is, what are your financial goals in retirement? You know, your particular goal or your magic number uh, will also play a part in your ability to take on risk. For example, you know, if you have the level of risk that you're comfortable with, managers your investments at about a 4% rate of return, but you need to realize an 8% rate of growth for your assets to meet the right amount in order to meet your financial goals, then your essence aren't going to grow to the point that you need them to provide the desired income that you're looking for. You may need to consider other options, You know, potentially other investments that offer a higher growth potential. However, that could be coupled with the possibility for larger losses than you may be comfortable handling. Maybe working a few more years is a better answer or making some current sacrifices in the way that you live in order to be able to save more uh, over the long run. Finally, the last question um, you should ask yourself is what's your ability to handle a financial loss? Kind of goes along with that risk tolerance in some ways that Baron was touching on. You know, your emotional ability to handle a financial loss is an important factor. Uh, If you're likely to pull all of your money out of an investment due to a dip in performance and then get back in when the market's doing well, you may have a low risk tolerance. Obviously, we all know that's the wrong thing to do, but... That's what happens all too often. Think about what you or your friends or coworkers did, which you heard back in 2008. Discussing your goals and risk tolerance with a financial professional will help you determine the ideal path and process to utilize in reaching your retirement goals. A good advisor can help guide you and place you in the appropriate investment balance for your current risk. But additionally, they can help educate you and design a plan that may help you feel comfortable taking on more risk and benefiting from the increased long-term returns. In either case, with careful planning and consideration of your needs, you'll be better able to meet your emotions or keep them in check and stick to your long-term strategy during the turbulent economic times that you're likely to go through over the retirement and uh, preceding years, Tony.
0: Well, now, Baron, do a lot of pre-retirees out there maybe take too much risk in a final push or rush toward retirement to make up for lost ground and achieve those retirement goals?
1: Well, yeah, Tony, I mean, some people do. Uh, Some people take on a little bit too much risk in the final moments before they retire. Um, We find that some of the people we meet with have, you know, unrealistic ideas of what their retirement as far as finances may look like. You know, they don't want to make any financial adjustments when they retire and they really don't take into account factors like life expectancy or taxes. However, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, some of my clients have the financial resources but don't understand the strategy that may help to maximize their finances. And I think we attribute a lot of this to the financial crisis that occurred back in 2008, like Simon had mentioned. Yeah, you know, I want to touch base on that just a little bit as far as the emotional aspect of it is, you know, we're all taught to buy low and sell high. And inevitably we wind up doing the exact opposite because our emotions start getting in the way you know we see that the market is going up and up and up so finally we say okay let's jump in and at that point it's close to its high and then the market like it does it goes in cycles it starts coming back down and then once we start coming back down the client starts getting a little bit more panicked and panicked and panicked and then when market's really almost at its low they can't take it anymore and they sell so we wind up doing the exact opposite of, of what we really should do. So we we as difficult as it is, we try to take the emotion out of the equation as much as possible. And how we do that is by making sure that we're aligning the recommendations to exactly what the client's risk tolerances are. You know, we have more questions we may have for the clients like how much financial risk should they be taking on? Are they being too safe? Maybe that could be the opposite end of the spectrum. Financially, you know, is is are they being too conservative? Are they going to be able to keep up with inflation? And then the third question also is to how to determine if the financial risk is right for them. You know, we really enjoy helping our clients by just giving them that foundation and knowledge in order for them to answer those questions and feel confident in doing so.
0: Oh, that sounds great. Uh, now, Simon, looking at our time, I want to move right on to the next question uh which is uh, how can our listeners out there use this information uh that uh, you guys have been providing to us today to build their own financial pyramid
2: well tony you know sometimes the word pyramid can have a negative connotation when talking about investments but what we're referring here to here is the pyramids of ancient egypt like we touched on in the opening an incredible feat for the time and a symbol of strength and power they had a base constructed of four sides that can be symbolically parallel to the four key bases of your retirement when outlining your financial plan, income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. And we'll discuss each of those points here as we go along. Um, as a financial services firm, you know we provide the necessary planning to help you build a financial structure to help uh, you work towards those financial goals that we've been discussing on how to
1: outline earlier in the show.
0: Yeah. Well, now, Baron, uh, how do you help evaluate somebody's income planning?
1: Well, an important aspect of anyone's financial plan is the evaluation of their income needs. Finding the most efficient and beneficial way to address that will have impacts on your lifestyle, uh, your asset accumulation, as well as your legacy planning after you retire. You know, you want to start. By ensuring that your income is adequate to maintain your standard of living, obviously we all want to keep living the life that we've grown accustomed to, not just for today, but also with an eye toward the future and the unexpected. You know, one of the keys to this being successful also is to account is to account for inflation in your plan. A lot of times, people don't understand the ravages that inflation can can you know create havoc on their plan down the, you know sometime in the future. So it's not just about the amount of income that's important, but it's also how you manage the various sources of income. We provide information on how to manage the assets, uh, assess the impact of investment income, and just try to avoid the common mistakes people make with their social security distributions, for example. A lot of times people just file right away when they're eligible for Social Security, which can have a, a real devastating effect on their income needs or their income uh, goals at the uh, latter half of their or latter portions of their retirement planning. Our planning is going to analyze their options with Social Security and maximize it and show how it can integrate with the rest of their income planning.
0: Well, the next thing you mentioned was asset allocation. Simon, what can you share with us about that?
2: Well, once we've designed your income plan, we'll work on aligning your assets with the risk tolerance and growth expectations. Now, depending on your specific situation, we'll help you find the right balance of investments uh, that'll give you and give you a better understanding of the trade-offs between liquidity, growth, and safety. This will help give you a better insight as to whether uh, to take advantage of the latest managed money platforms, or if perhaps uh, it may be more appropriate to stick some money into a money market account. For example, it might make sense to have some of your money in green money and to have the remainder in assets that will give you more risk uh, with the potential for growth down the road.
0: Well, I think that's great. Now, guys, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today?
1: Well, I'll say that while it may be true, you know, that nothing in life is certain except death and taxes, there are a number of strategies which allow you to minimize the effect of taxes or avoid some taxes altogether. Um, you know, One step that would be to have a tax professional review your previous year's tax returns for missed deductions and then prepare for future tax saving opportunities, um, especially with the recent changes in the tax laws. Some of these can be very beneficial to their overall picture. And just that, you know, again, we'd like to have our clients, if they have any questions about the show, Um, If they'd like to receive that complimentary uh, color of money rule of 100 report, please feel free to visit our website, um, www.wellingtonadams.com, or give our office a call at 855-793-2409. So everyone join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially
0: Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855 793 2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.